Welcome back, guys. It's Native 901, or the Peterson Papers. I'm going to let y'all pick. Um, I haven't been recording since before. Probably my last recording was two weeks ago, so I've taken a kind of a two-week break, kind of to rewind, chill, get away from everything, um, appease my wife. Um, she hates when I do these things. Um, and just kind of like... I've been trying to work, work on my website, but um, I, I didn't do that any of that either. So it's been two weeks. Um, I want to wish all you guys a ha- happy Thanksgiving, um, especially my mother and father and my brother and his wife and then all my aunts and uncles and uh, friends. Um, my phone has been kaput. I dropped it in the toilet <sighs> two weeks ago. So, <clears throat> um, And it was really expensive phone it was probably a $900 phone which is ridiculous in the first place but happy Thanksgiving mom dad I love y'all if y'all are listening uh Brian Sarah love y'all happy Thanksgiving Dupree love you um but no I wanted to talk about what's affecting everybody right now um you know what's weird I was thinking about earlier is you know kind of like the mental you know how because I've been going through depression and I've been fighting it for the last year or so, and I've kind of battled it. Yeah, I guess it's never—it's always going to be in the back corner of your head. But um, I just wanted to share a little bit of what helped me about my um, get through some of the things. And you know, it's all about being around people—people people that you trust, people your family and friends, if you can be. And um, especially right now, man, it's kind of scary for all of us. I, I know I picked fun or I've, I have picked fun at the virus, the coronavirus. Um, but, you know, in all seriousness, the effect, whether it's how how um, serious the virus is, it it's obviously having an effect on the whole planet. So I get, I get that. And, um, you know, I believe it's a real thing. I just think that it's just the, the news outlet scares the shit out of us. And, and, you know, for the majority of us, for 90% of us, it won't affect us. But for that 10% of people, it's going to kill and it's going to hurt. And that's unfortunate. Um, but the media should not scare um, you guys or everybody. I don't, I don't know how to, I'm not going to get into it because it's just, I don't, we don't know what's going on with it. Nobody knows. Um, anyways, um, but... For many of us, the you know the easing of lockdown brings um, it brings opportunities, um, even if it's at a distance. You know, to see friends, play sports, resume contact with family in real space, or get back to work we value. But for many of us, even the happy, much anticipated changes can be difficult for our mental health. I mean, it's hard. It really is. I mean, you've been doing something for so long, and then all of a sudden you stop, and then. You're, you're cooped up with your family, your friends, and then, and then it changes all, just all right then. I mean, I hope people, I hope they, they're really easy on, on evicting people and shit like that. I think that'd be unfortunate if they're not. But, um, um, but like, just that's where I, that's where I wanted to go with this discussion because I might not believe so much in how serious. Or, or the strength of this COVID virus is. I know it's killed people. I know that. 
I know it's serious, um, but I'm just saying, is it really that serious? Is what they're they're pumping up on the news? And most most of y'all will probably say yes. And um, I'm just asking a question. But um, lockdown, doing all that, being in lockdown, um, our mental health, like the challenges we come from being in lockdown, what we can do for it. That's what I'm trying to discuss in this episode. So if y'all like, I'm not going to talk about politics uh, or what I believe, what I should. I, I, I like to be, <clears throat> I like to hear what you guys think and what y'all, um, I learn from my friends and you know these days being on youtube or watching some people on youtube you can get so much more value out of that than any college professor at, at princeton harvard i believe um, but you know just be prepared for um the fact that the end of lockdown might be as hard for us as the start was um just just as it took us time to find ways of coping you know during the lockdown you should also expect that it will take it will take a fuckload of time to find our way back like that's going back to work whatever it is reconnecting in your own little worlds and with life um just um just find routines man staying connected eating well and and this is this is so hard for me to say because i like to drink alcohol and I drank a lot during during lockdown. I'm sure most of y'all did. Drank a lot and, and made TikTok videos. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. If as, as long as you can handle it. Um, I got a lot of headaches from doing that, but you know, it's just it's just how you deal with it in in a big sense. Like um, I'll tell you my one of my things I've I kind of did. I kind of I've kind of got in on my business laser focused I've like shut everyone out um I've kind of been in that kind of zone for the last last two or three months just not wanting to be around people because I have so much shit I have to do um and it's just I mean it's not wanting not wanting to be around people it's just like I, I got so much to do and I got people coming over and they're, they're telling me their problems and I'm like god dang I, I just got so much to do and as as terrible as that sounds you know, a lot of us are like, that's all we do is shit talk about people. Um, I like to listen to people talk, but when you come to my house with problems, man, it's just like all of us have problems. Let's just talk about positive. Anyways, um, our situations, you know, right now, are, they're unique uh, to us. I mean, there's going to be new jobs that pop up for every one of you on LinkedIn, you know, be looking for these new positions. These companies are hiring. Like, they're going to be, there's going to be so many new positions. I'm, I'm trying to look in the upside of this whole coronavirus. Like, the, the, the fact that you can probably work from home with most of these jobs now is, is pretty cool, especially if you have children or you have a spouse that you'd like to be around a lot. Um, I mean, just think about it. You can work. That's like having your own business. You're working, home, you're working at home. Um, you know, you just got to know how to, you got to know how to have a like a routine. Like you can't, you know, you can't do something one day. I mean, it's just it's just different with each person, but they're also unique. Um, but it's really, really, really important to not to judge yourself, you know, based on um, what other people are doing. 
that's the biggest thing if I could tell you. Um, everybody is facing, you know, this uncertainty and challenge, and uh, we have no choice but to move through it the best that you can. And some people have a million dollars in their bank account. Some people have negative twenty dollars in their bank account. They don't have a fucking thing in their refrigerator. So those people are going to have a lot more struggle. So just you know, if you have money, um, if you can uh, help people, you know, don't. I mean, just just don't even like. I don't even know how to say it, but it's just if you know that somebody's struggling financially. Just send them some money to their PayPal account without even them asking. Like, you know how big of a boost that is to people going through this? Because it's embarrassing to say that you're broke or whatever. I'm not saying go out there and beg people for money. I'm just saying, if you need help, ask somebody. Or if if you know somebody needs help and you know somebody's struggling, just, you know, do whatever you can for them. I mean, I just helped a family next door to me that just screwed me over big time, but... I think I I would do it over again because the four children that were affected by this mother that needed help from me and my wife, um, you know, those kids needed food. They needed water. They needed electricity. We spent probably $4,000 giving to these people. And um, the, the, the lady, she got, she got a $3,000 check just recently. And, um, the only amount of money we asked back for because after they lived with us for a month we only asked back for the the last electricity payment we paid for them which was 950 bucks and then the lady made a bad comment to my wife about it and it was kind of it was very uh, hurtful to me um i knew that money wasn't coming back how can you expect a mother a single mother no job to pay back four thousand dollars um with four kids, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I just knew that, so I accepted it. But when my wife asked back, like for this nine hundred fifty dollars, just from this three thousand, this lady got, um, what the lady said to her was just like downright. It just shocked me. Like we just gave our lives for a month for you and your children to live in our fucking small house with our three dogs, and we stopped our lives like I had a lot of shit going on like I was just learning about how to Gary Vee and shit like that but um learning how to make a business um online because right now is the best time to make a business but I had to shut my life down for these little four children and I would do it over again but she she didn't want to give us that $950 electricity payment we paid because um she said, do I really have to pay y'all back for that? And I didn't say anything. I just walked away, but my wife handled it. But I mean, yeah, how can you be that, that, that idiotical not to, I don't even know idiotical is a word, but somebody, does, somebody goes out of the way, feeds your family of four during a fucking, um, you know, Nobody knows where they're, if they're going to have another paycheck. I don't know if I'm going to have a paycheck. I don't know where I'm going to get my next dollar. Um, but we we did that for her. And I didn't even glance an eye at it. I probably should next time. But I don't think I would change anything. Because those four little kids, you know, God bless them. I, I, I ended up calling um, DHS. Like, she doesn't deserve to be a mother. She doesn't, she doesn't care for them. I mean, 
you know, even after they get out of our house, they were coming over here to, to have my wife make them lunch and dinner. And it's just very, very eye-opening. And it makes me love the shit out of my family so much more and, and what my parents did for me. Um, I mean, I didn't need something like that, but it's it's very hurtful to know that there's children out there that go through this. So I would do it all over again. I would just not give her any of the money. I'd give the kids all the money. Um, those kids are growing up real fast. They're all going to be, hopefully they're all going to do really well in life. Um, I think they will because they've seen what um, their mother, how their mother is. And, um, I think they'll be very well. I think they'll do very well in life. So um, the oldest boy, I got him to start a podcast, doing YouTube videos. The youngest girl, I, I, I'm doing the same. I did the same with her. But they just randomly upped and moved um, a few weeks back. And um, I think it's because they, uh, like, her and my wife got a big argument and I don't know. She just upped and left and then took a bunch of our shit, our furniture and our stuff that we had lent them in her home. Because all her furniture was missing, or I mean, it was taken by, I guess, her ex-boyfriend or something. I don't know. People have people have bigger, big issues going on right now. So, um, um, so with that being said, um, to like, to help with fear and anxiety about this is what I this is what I do and this is what I think I actually have a, a thing written out I, you know I, I read it when I get get these feelings but fear and anxiety are the are the most common emotional responses um, any of us will feel as we approach a release from lockdown um, but finding a way to pull ourselves through lockdown it took a lot of emotional energy and we we may have found um, a place that lets us cope and that um, we don't want to leave just you know we don't want to leave that behind just yet uh, but many of us fear becoming ill with the virus or passing it to somebody that we love um, as the risk increases uh, but now we have a supposedly we have a, a vaccination that works now there's a big fear and anxiety with this new vaccination should I take it or should I not I think the most important thing um, you all should consider is taking it. Even though I, I probably would not do it. It's take it. Well, I don't know. I, I, haven't th- I haven't thought it through yet. But if I had a small kid, I wouldn't let them take it. Um, the risk of Tourette's, um, seizures, all that shit. I would not chance that with my little son or my little daughter because kids aren't very susceptible to this. Um, now, if they have like pre. You know the conditions for like cancer or whatever like um I, I would take a look at it but just discuss that with your physicians like they'll give you the best thing you can but um but uh it's a normal response to fear like this shit but um uh, but it can be reduced just by following all the guidelines that they give you even though some people don't believe in them like wearing a mask and all that shit just wear the fucking mask i mean jesus um, every time we go back to something, it's if if it's going to feel unusual or even scary, we might feel nervous or anxious. So um, that that may be because we haven't done it in a while, or we've forgotten how it feels like uh, going to work. It might be because things have changed uh, because of the pandemic and routines have changed. 
like the ways uh, systems and cues to enter the shops. Like you gotta wear a fucking mask. Uh, you gotta. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do all kinds of stuff. But it's important to acknowledge that these feelings are reasonable and, um, and to expect them. It's only by building up tolerance, gently is the key word, that we can move through all these fears. Um, you might feel angry or frustrated, like I do at some points, or or other behaviors, and feel the urge to rush to judgment or make comments on social media that don't, you know, that reflect our anxiety. But it's important to share concerns with people we trust. But also bear in mind that you you can't control others' behaviors. Um, that's the huge thing. Like everybody's their own. You know, everybody has their problems, and you can't whether their problem, whether what they're doing is is not right in your mind I mean me doing this podcast and giving you guys advice it might be fucking y'all might be like this guy's an asshole but this is this is just me trying to help a little any way I can um so the commenting alone you know that can quickly that can lead uh quickly to unpleasantness because uh right now the world it's I've never seen anything like it it's like you can't have a conversation with somebody unless it's shouting or it's arguing because that's how at fret we are with each other. I mean, we're at, we're at fucking we're at each other's throats. If you're a Republican or a Democrat or you know you believe in the coronavirus or it's bullshit, I mean, it, 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 there's no conversations anymore. It's all it's all this is how I feel. This is what it is. And if you don't believe it, shut. You know, don't, I don't want to hear anything. That's how it is. It's crazy, but. I understand it too. Um, if you can express your frustration quickly and privately with someone you trust, and then let let it go, uh, that will make you feel so much better. I mean, you hold on to things that just get pulled in, or you know, it, it can go through your, chew your head apart, man. It's just crazy. Um, but for many of us, the pandemic has increased our anxiety or made it our existing mental illness like my depression probably um worse uh may take long just to adjust to you know the necessary changes um but it's all about being around people you trust um you know you know family you know and and not not reading into things too much online um but just take a deep breath I mean it's crazy that I I I can't tell you the last time I shook somebody's hand, and I—that's—that's that's American way of doing things. Like, you shake somebody's hand, that means you—you—you you, you like them, you trust them. That's a bond. That's a—you got my word. You got this. I mean, that's—that's a—if uh, the Martian came and saw us, met a met an American today, a handshake would be um, the number one thing. Um, this is how we communicate as Americans. This is how we trust each other. It's all about a handshake. You know, firm, soft, <laughs> whatever kind of handshake it is. Handshakes are important to these to this world. I mean, just think of a business. When you when you do a deal, everybody shakes hands. Now it's like you can't even fist bump somebody. So, um you want to you want to lighten up your office or anything like that? Just start doing the slap ass slapping. Um <laughs> Um, but take it at your own pace, man. Um, try to challenge yourself to try something different each day or every couple of days. Um, it's easy to allow seclusion to, um, or this isolation, um, 
it's uh, it's easy for it to let it take you over. Um, but celebrate all your small wins and your big wins, and try and keep a note of what you're achieving. Many people, the lockdown has been, you know, quiet, relatively quiet and isolated. Coming back into shops, traffic, transport, you know, it might be a sensory overload. It is to me. Like I'm like, ugh, I'm like Rain Man walking outside now. Um, but just um, headphones are a good way to reduce some of the anxiety and stress. Like when you go out in the public, especially for people that are socially awkward, <laughs> wear some headphones and listen to. Um, you know, music or podcast or audiobooks. I th- that's what I do. Um, and then here's a here's a biggie, dude. Control what can be controlled. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can't control that cause you fear and anxiety. But there are some that some of the things you can manage or plan for. You know, having an action or plan for managing things you might find difficult can help uh, pace yourself. Recognizing that you need to go at the right pace for you is the most important. Don't let others bully or pressure you into doing things you don't want to do. Um, but try not to. Let that be an excuse not to push yourself, especially when it comes to reconnecting with friends safely outside your home. Like, I'm sure my parents were like dying to see my brother's babe, my, my, my niece, Dupree. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things that they're, you know, we all have our problems and most of it is money issues but for my parents it's probably not getting to see their brand new niece they have um and my mom used to spend every day with her my dad too so just think about your think about the family that's being affected by it too you know not only taking care of them but think about what their needs are you know most of our parents and family they're not going to have monetary needs because they took care of that you know while while back once they had kids, they, they made actions, they made plans for their lives, and they're now, you know, they're in their retirement, and they, they have their lives taken care of. They, they have the easy stuff to, to worry for now, and it's not easy for them because that's a, a little young little kid they want to see every day. So um, just, just let that get into your head a little bit. Like, I'm not saying anything to my brother or Sarah, but... Just think about think about your parents and your grandparents and um, your siblings, and just think about what they might need. Um, and I'm not saying monetarily; I'm saying just what did they do? What did they love or enjoy the most before this 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 COVID shit happened? So that's why I mentioned my parents because they they loved being around their their um, little baby granddaughter. So, um, but. Like, I just can't imagine um, I know it can be hard to let others move forward without you but maybe like just a minute, what if your child wants to see friends or needs to return to uh, work but it can't but you can't I mean it's important to discuss that with them you know with those closest to you um, but also it's important to allow other people space to move at their own pace like um just don't it's it's such a hard thing to, to give advice about but you build up tolerance try doing something that challenges you every day um that's one of the things vary your routines um if one supermarket makes you nervous try another one if if they walk at one time of the day is very busy try mixing walks at busy times with 
quieter tones. You know, simple stuff like that that can affect, that can change your outlook of your day. Um, you know, all, many workplaces are allowing flexible working, even if people, if, even if people need to return. Um, but if you're finding it hard to get back to work or to do particular shifts or activities because of this anxiety or fear, just talk to your to your boss or your a colleague uh, you trust that feels um, right. Um, if you have or have had longer mental health problems, you may be entitled to reasonable adjustments as a disabled person um, under the equi- uh, equi- I can't say that Equality Act. Equality Act. I can think it, but I can't say it. Equality Act. So, um, if you've had depression or, or anxiety and you've taken medicine or it's noted in your thing, uh, it might you might be disabled. You might can't go to work right now. Um, that's just a thing to look into. Um, I'm not telling everybody to go just do this disability, but um, but if it feels safe and you need to go do it. Um, there's been a, a lot of talk of new normal, but normal is changing. Uncertainty and managing risk is going to be the reality for the foreseeable future. This is something that's comfortable for many of us, particularly when we're only just coping with our mental health. The new normal for most of us will mean uh, what we need to get through today. That's what it will mean for the majority of us. Or this week, it's going to be very difficult to predict what the course of the rest of the year will look like. And with so much of the media talking about possibilities and stages without certainty, it's easy to get caught up in that all this shit. What ifs, what ifs. Don't worry about that shit. Um, it can help to focus on things that you've learned and achieved in, you know, the past, in the last month or so. But um, focus on the present. You can only do your best with what you have today. Uh, with everything changing so frequently, um, just mindfulness meditation is one way of bringing your mind back into the present moment. I mean, that's big. That's what I do every day. Um, just, just take a deep breath. Go to your quiet place and just, just think about positive stuff. Um, also, find some people online. Like, make a online tribal thing. Like, this is my tribe. This is the people I talk to. This is the only people I look, like, listen to their news or look at their news. Um, I'm not saying close your friends out, but I'm saying, like, you can you can make things like this little groups for help. Um, and it, as you move out of the lockdown, um, pick back up your social life. Um, get on the fucking Snapchat or the whatever and go on a date. You know, don't wear a mask when, once it's safe again. Um... I just can't imagine for you young guys and, and girls that are dating, like how weird and difficult y'all are gonna be. Y'all are probably gonna be the strangest creatures on the planet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and I'm I'm teasing about that. Um, but I mean, just think about all the new shit that's gonna come out. Um, it's crazy to me. Um, one of the one of the last things I'll talk about is grief. Many of you have, will face loss or lose somebody that you love or already have. Uh, so, um, during these past few months, and um, with you know funerals re- being restricted and non socially distanced, whatever, um, 
it makes it even harder to have the grief and get get it passed. And, and I, I couldn't imagine. You know, I just saw on the news this lady lost her, pretty much her whole family. It was her husband, her sister, her mother, and she she's by herself now, and it's awful, very awful. Um, so. Um, if you want to give somebody a hug that you love and you trust and you know that you know they feel the same, just give them a fucking hug, man. Y'all know that. Um, especially if they, they just lost somebody. Um, just any little thing helps people right now. Especially, you know, any any hello or how you doing or you know a hug. I know you can't hug, but. Um, any kind of any kind of gesture just know, letting people know that everything's going to be alright that's important to people right now so I'll leave it at that this is Peterson's Papers slash Native 901 see you